on to a great researcher from uh, the French Institute of uh, Indology at Pondicherry. Uh, that institute itself is uh, a great institute uh, contributing a lot of uh, research uh, of original kind. Uh, and Ganeshanji is a very well established researcher there. And he has helped many Western Indologists also in their research. Uh, they take this recourse to his institute for uh, their original research, for resources, for manuscripts, everything. And he has contributed uh, original research, uh, uh, particularly in the area of uh, Shaiva Siddhanta and uh, Shaivism. Uh, now he's going to present uh, uh, about Shaiva religious philosophy in some Puranas. Over to you, Ganeshanji. <coughs> Yasyagnya Srashta Virinchihi Palako Harihi Samharta Kala Tudrakyo Namastas Pai Pinakine Dear Sri Dear Friends and Sri Nagaraj Garu and others of the Indic Academy. I thank once again all of you for giving me an opportunity to share my views on the Puranas, especially on the Upa Puranas. I have selected the Saura Purana for a brief presentation, which is not exhaustive. These Upa Puranas, and especially the Upa Puranas, require more exploration, more study both critical editions as well as comparative studies. So I mainly focus on the Saura Purana. Introduction, the Shaiva system from ancient times has been spreading the highest devotion to Shiva, the Supreme God. Various acts of devotion such as the worship of Shiva, mostly the Linga, meditation, the petition of the mantras, Japa, of the Panchakshara, Elucidation of the philosophical doctrines and the service in the Shiva temple along with the service to the devotees of Shiva are some of the basic and fundamental practices which are universally found common in different schools of Shaivism. Charya, Kriya, Yoga and Vidya. The Vedas comprise the doctrinal sections, the Upanishads, the Agamas that were revealed by Shiva to the gods and sages and the Puranas all explain these points in varying proportions. These practices can roughly be grouped under Charya, Kriya, Yoga, and Vidya sections. Importance of the Puranas. The Puranas are a huge body of literature that has recorded the Shaiva religious practices and doctrines with all their details and in turn has been exerting great influence in molding the culture and the religious contexts of the followers of Shaivism from very ancient times. Upa Puranas. These texts also deal with various legends and religious practices in a focused manner, 
without the usual characteristics of the Mahapurana such as Sarga, Pratisarga, Manvantara, description of the Manvantaras, etc. These Upapuranas mainly focus on the, the basic theme and give the, the, the site various events and legends related to that. The Upapuranas have not been much explored and studied. My presentation, the Saura Purana, also called Aditya Purana, as well as a section of the Skanda Purana, namely the Shankara Samhita, are taken here for a brief study to highlight some salient features of them. Saura Purana. This text is in the form of an interlocution between Manu and Surya. It is divided into 69 Adhyayas. The beginning section treats the all-pervasive nature of Shiva. I have mainly followed the Arandashrama edition. I think that is the only one uh, available edition of the Saura Purana, Arandashrama Sanskrit series edition. The beginning section treats the all pervasive nature of Shiva. It says Shiva pervades the entire universe as its inner self. He is the only inner self and there is none else. That is, nobody else has that supreme power to pervade everything. The supreme greatness of Shiva. Though unique, Shiva exists as everything and he is always accompanied by Uma, his supreme Shakti. He is the only creator and from him come out Brahma, Vishnu and other gods. Sayevatma, Samastana, Bhutara, Manujadhipa, Ekopi, Bhagudha, Bhati, Lilaya, Kevala, Shiva. In fact, these, all these gods are mere playing toys for Shiva. They are Kridanaka. Brahma Vishnuadayo Deva Munayo Manavastatha Sarve Kridanakastasya Deva Devasya Shulina Shiva and Shakti. Shiva is always accompanied by his supreme Shakti called Uma, who is also known as Girija, etc. This Aura Purana says that Maya is the power of Shiva, and therefore Shakti and Maya are the same, and Shiva is of the form of Maya. Abheda Shivayo Siddho Vanni Dahakayo Riva. Maya sa parama shaktihi akshara girija vyaya. Maya vishvatmako rudraha tadnyatpa hyamrti bhavet. So Maya and girija uma are common, similar, similar words denoting the same. Uniqueness of Shiva. There is no other supreme god than Mahadeva. The text very beautifully declares this view using interesting similes. It says, just as there are no hairs on the body of the tortoise, no horns on the hare's head, no sky flowers, so also there is none greater or superior to Hara. Nayatha kurma romani, shringam na shashamastake, nayatha asti viet pushpam, tatha nasti haradparam. Saura Purana and the Upanishads. The beginning parts of the Saura Purana are fully interspersed with the views of some of the greatest Shaiva Upanishads, such as the Shvetashvatara, Kaivalya, etc. The well-known Antaryami Brahmana section of the Rhyadarunyaka Upanishad is very eloquently used with many phrases taken from that section. That is the paraphrase. Passages of the Brihadaranyaka Upanishad, which is well-known, the Antaryami Brahmana, Yognautishtan Agnir Antaro Yamagnir Naved Yasya Agni Shariram Yogni Mantaro Yamayati 
ಏಷತ ಆತ್ಮಾಂತರ್ಯಾಮ್ ಅಮೃತ ಯೋ ಅಂತರಿಕ್ಷೇ ತಿಷ್ಠನ್ ಅಂತರಿಕ್ಷಾದ ಅಂತರೋ ಯಂ ಅಂತರಿಕ್ಷಂ ನೇದ ಯಸ್ಯಾಂತರಿಕ್ಷಗುಂ ಶರೀರಂ ಯೋ ಅಂತರಿಕ್ಷಂ ಅಂತರೋ ಯಮಯತ್ ಏಷತ ಆತ್ಮಾಂತರ್ಯಾಮ್ ಅಮೃತ ಸೋ ಆರ್ ಸೋ ಸೊ ದಿಸ್ ಪ್ಯಾಸೇಜಸ್ ಆರ್ ಪ್ಯಾರಫ್ರೇಸ್ಡ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಸೌರ ಪುರಾಣ ಸೆಕೆಂಡ್ ಅಧ್ಯಾಯ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಫಾರ್ಟಿ ವರ್ಸ್ ನಂಬರ್ ಫಾರ್ಟಿ ತ್ರೀ ಆನ್ವರ್ಡ್ಸ್ ಪೃಥಿವ್ಯಾಂ ತಿಷ್ಠತಿ ವಿಭು ಪೃಥಿವೀ ವೇತಿ ನೈವತಂ ರೂಪಂಚ ಪೃಥಿವೀಯ ಭೂಮಿಯಾತ್ಮನೆ ತಸ್ಮೈ ನಮಃ ಅಪ್ಸು ತಿಷ್ಠತಿ ನೈವಾಪಃ ತಂ ವಿದು ಪರಮೇಶ್ವರ ಆಪೋ ರೂಪಂಚ ಯಸ್ಯವ ನಮಸ್ತಸ್ಮೈ ಜಲಾತ್ಮನೆ ಯೋಗ್ನೌ ತಿಷ್ಠತ್ಯಮೇಯಾತ್ಮ ನತಂ ವೇತಿ ಕದಾಚನ ಅಗ್ನೀರೂಪಂ ಭವೇದ್ಯ ತಸ್ಮೈ ವನ್ಯಾತ್ಮನೇ ನಮಃ ತಿಷ್ಠತ್ಯಜಸ್ರಂ ಯೋ ವಾಯೌ ನ ವಾಯುರ್ವೇತಿ ತಂ ಪರಂ ವಾಯುರ್ಯ ಭವೇದ್ ರೂಪಂ ತಸ್ಮೈ ವಾಯುವಾತ್ಮನೇ ನಮಃ ಎಕ್ಸೆಟ್ರಾ ಹಿಯರ್ ಯೂಸಿಂಗ್ ದಿ ಅಂತರ್ಯಾಮಿ ಬ್ರಾಹ್ಮಣ ಅಂಡ್ ಶಿವಾಸ್ ಆಲ್ ಪರ್ವೇಸಿವ್ ನೇಚರ್ ದಿ ಅಷ್ಟಮೂರ್ತಿತ್ವ ದಿ ಅಷ್ಟಮೂರ್ತಿ ನೇಚರ್ ಶಿವಾಸ್ ಏಟ್ ಫಾರ್ಮ್ ಈಸ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಸ್ಟ್ರೆಸ್ ಈಸ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಇನ್ಕಲ್ಕೇಟೆಡ್ ದೆನ್ ನೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಕಮ್ಸ್ ದಿ ಎಫಿಕಸಿ ಆಫ್ ಶಿವಭಕ್ತಿ ಶಿವ ಈಸ್ ರಿಯಲೈಸ್ಡ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಥ್ರೂ ಇಂಟೆನ್ಸ್ ಡಿವೋಷನ್ ಅಕಂಪನೀಡ್ ಬೈ ನಾಲೆಡ್ಜ್ ಜ್ಞಾನ ದ ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಟೋಲ್ಸ್ ದಿ ಗ್ರೇಟ್ನೆಸ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಎಫಿಕಸಿ ಆಫ್ ಶಿವಭಕ್ತಿ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಎಸೆನ್ಷಿಯಲ್ ರೋಲ್ ಇನ್ ಸೆಕ್ಯೂರಿಂಗ್ ಧರ್ಮ ಅರ್ಥ ಎಕ್ಸೆಟ್ರಾ ಧರ್ಮಾರ್ಥ ಕಾಮ ಮೋಕ್ಷಾಣ ಪ್ರಾಯಣೆ ಕಾರಣ ಪರಂ ಶಿವಭಕ್ತಿ ಸದಾ ಸತ್ಯಂ ನಾನ್ಯತ್ ಕಿಂಚನ ಭೂತಲೆ ಶಿವಭಕ್ತಿಯ ಧನಂ ವಿದ್ಯಾಶಃ ಶತ್ರುಕ್ಷಯಸ್ತ ಪ್ರಾಪ್ಯತೆ ವಿಜಯಸ್ಸರ್ವಂ ಸತ್ಯಮೇತನ್ ಅಸಂಶಯ ಎಕ್ಸೆಟ್ರಾ ಶಿವಭಕ್ತಿ ಅಂಡ್ ದಿ ಶಿವಧರ್ಮ ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಸೊ ಐ ವಾಂಟ್ ಟು ಡ್ರಾ ಹೈಲೈಟ್ ದಿ ಪ್ಯಾರಲಲ್ ಬಿಟ್ವೀನ್ ದಿ ಶಿವ ಪ್ರೆಸೆಂಟೇಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ಶಿವಭಕ್ತಿ ವ್ಯೂಸ್ ಆನ್ ಶಿವಭಕ್ತಿ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಸೌರ ಪುರಾಣ ವಿತ್ ದಿ ಸ್ಟಿಲ್ ಅನ್ಎಡಿಟೆಡ್ ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಶಿವಧರ್ಮ ದಿ ಶಿವಧರ್ಮ ಅಂಡ್ ಏನ್ಷಿಯನ್ ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಆನ್ ಶೈವ ಪ್ರಾಕ್ಟಿಸಸ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಎ very few interesting passages defining bhakti towards the shiva it says mad bhakta jana vatsalyam poojayaancha anumodanam swayam abhyarchanam chaiva mamarthe cha anga cheshtanam matkatha shravane bhakti hi swara netra anga vikriya mama anusmaranam nityam yascha mameyam upajeevati the shiva dharma i will come to next one shiva dharma God Surya describes clearly the intricacies of Shiva Dharma. It is the greatest of all the means to attain Shiva. So here, this is Shiva Dharma as a concept and Shiva Dharma as a text. Now, Shiva Dharma as a aid, as a, as a, as a help to attain the highest good is presented by Surya. Vichya Vichar, Dharma Bhagavidha Prokto Munibhis Sattva Darshibihi. ತತ್ರ ಅಕ್ಷಯ ಪರಮೋ ಪರೋ ಧರ್ಮ ಶಿವಧರ್ಮ ಸನಾತನ ಯಪುನ ಶಿವಧರ್ಮಸ್ತು ಸಾಧನ ಅಪೇಕ್ಷತೆ ಇಟ್ ಗೋಸ್ ಲೈಕ್ ದಿಸ್ ಸೊ ಸೌರ ಪುರಾಣ ಅಂಡ್ ಶಿವಧರ್ಮ ಅಸ್ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ನೋಟೆಡ್ ಹೇಳಿಯರ್ ದಿ ಅಷ್ಟವಿಧ ಭಕ್ತಿ ಪ್ರೆಸೆಂಟೆಡ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಶಿವಧರ್ಮ ಈಸ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಫೌಂಡ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಸೌರ ಪುರಾಣ ಮೆನಿ ಆಫ್ ದ ವರ್ಡ್ಸ್ ರಿಪೀಟೆಡ್ ದ ಸೇಮ್ ವೇ ಈವನ್ ಸಮಟೈಮ್ಸ್ ಈವನ್ ಬರ್ಬ್ಯಾಟಿಂಗ್ ದಿ ಸೌರ ಪುರಾಣ ಅಧ್ಯಾಯ ಲೆವೆಂತ್ ಅಧ್ಯಾಯ ಫ್ರಮ್ ವರ್ಸ್ ನಂಬರ್ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ಟೀನ್ ಟು ನೈನ್ಟೀನ್ ರಿಪೀಟ್ ದ ಸೇಮ್ ಆಸ್ ಫೌಂಡ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಶಿವಧರ್ಮ ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಭಕ್ತಿ ರಷ್ಟವಿಧ ಸ್ಕಂದ ಸರ್ವಶಾಸ್ತ್ರೇಷು ಪಠ್ಯತೆ ಮತ್ ಭಕ್ತಜನ ವಾತ್ಸಲ್ಯಂ ಪೂಜಾಯಾಶ್ಚ ಅನುಮೋದನಂ ಸ್ವಯಂ ಅಭ್ಯರ್ಚನಂ ಭಕ್ತಿಯ ಮಮಾರ್ಥೇ ಚಾಂಗ ಚೇಷ್ಟಿತಂ ಮತ್ಕಥಾ ಶ್ರವಣೇ ಭಕ್ತಿ ಸ್ವರ ನೇತ್ರಾಂಗ ವಿಕ್ರಿಯ ಮಮ ಅನುಸ್ಮರಣಂ ನಿತ್ಯಂ ಯಶ್ಚ ಮಾಂ ನೋಪಜೀವತ
ಭಕ್ತಿ ನಷ್ಟವಿಧ ಹೇಷ ಎಸ್ಮಿನ್ ದೇಶೋಪಿ ವರ್ತತೆ ಸ ವಿಪ್ರೇಂದ್ರೋ ಮುನಿ ಶ್ರೀಮಾನ್ ಸ ಯತಿ ಸಜ ಪಂಡಿತ ಎಕ್ಸೆಟ್ರಾ ಸೊ ದೀಸ್ ವರ್ಡ್ಸ್ ದೀಸ್ ಪ್ಯಾಸೇಜಸ್ ಆರ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಫೌಂಡ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಶಿವಧರ್ಮ ವಿತ್ ವೆರಿ ಸ್ಲೈಟ್ ವೇರಿಯೇಷನ್ಸ್ ಸೊ ಸೌರ ಪುರಾಣ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಪರಾಬುರೇಟ್ಸ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಪ್ಯಾರಾಫ್ರೇಸಸ್ ಈವನ್ ಫ್ಯಾಕ್ಟ್ ಯೂಸಸ್ ದಿ ಸೇಮ್ ಪ್ಯಾಸೇಜಸ್ ಆಸ್ ಫೌಂಡ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಶಿವಧರ್ಮ ಆಂಟಿಕ್ವಿಟಿ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಶಿವಧರ್ಮ ಶಿವಧರ್ಮ ಇಸ್ ಒನ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಏರ್ಲಿಯೆಸ್ಟ್ ಶೈವ ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ which is served as the base for many later texts of shaivism in its different sub schools even the the shiva bhakti towards shiva is the most prominent and recurring theme in this text it appears to be older than some of the puranas including the vaishnava bhagavata purana many parallel passages are found in the vayavi samhita the seventh and the last part of the shiva mahapurana now coming back to saura purana and its it is presentation of shiva bhakti as the basic and the supreme means the saura purana clearly states that trying to be happy without intense devotion to shiva is like trying to get milk from the protuberance in the neck of a goat shiva bhakti mrateyastu sukham aaptum ichhati ajagala stanadeva sa dugdham paatum ichhati then shiva bhakti saves all the text goes to the extent of saying that even if he is sinner committing many offenses remembers shiva with devotion he is saved kurvandapi sada paapam sakradevarchaye shivam lipyate nasapapena yati maheshwaram padam esmaranti mahadevam yadi paaparata api te vigneya mahatmana iti satyam bravimya yeah, this, this view is a has a parallel in the tevaram passages the shaiva tamil devotional corpus in the tevaram sansa thirunav karashar also known as appar who lived in the 6th century we come across the same view he says even if one lives a wretched life subsisting subsisting on cow's meat but he is fully devoted to shiva then he himself is a god that one reveres he says shankanidhi padumanidhi irandum tandu taraniyudu van aala taruvarenam ಮಂಗುವಾರ ವರ್ಷಲುಭಂ ಮದಿಪ್ಪೋಮಲ್ಲೋ ಮಾ ದೇವತ್ತಿ ಏಕಾಂತರ್ ಅಲ್ಲಾರಾಹಿಲ್ ಅಂಗಮೆಲಾಂ ಕುರೈಂದು ಕಳ್ಳು ತೊಡು ನೋಯರಾಯ್ ಆ ಉರಿತ್ತು ತಿಂದ್ರು ಉಳಲುಂ ಕುಲಯರೇನುಂ ಗಂಗೈವಾರ ಶಣೈ ಕರಂದಾರ್ಕ್ ಅನ್ಬರಾಹಿಲ್ ಅವರಗಂಡೀರ್ ನಾಮವಣಂಗುಂ ಕಡಬುಡಾರೆ ಸೌರ ಪುರಾಣ ದಿ ಫಾರ್ಟಿ ಸೆಕೆಂಡ್ ಅಧ್ಯಾಯ ಡಿಸ್ಕ್ರೈಬ್ಸ್ ದಿ ಪ್ರೊಸೀಜರ್ ಆಫ್ ಶಿವ ವರ್ಷಿಪ್ ದ ಎಂಟೈರ್ ರೈಟ್ ಆಲ್ಮೋಸ್ಟ್ ರಿಸಂಬಲ್ಸ್ in a very brief manner that explained in the shaiva agamas and other ritual manuals then uma maheshwara vrata the 40 the 43rd adhyaya describes the procedure of uma maheshwara vrata it mainly consists in worshiping an image of uma maheshwara made in gold or other metal after that the image is taken in procession accompanied by music to the temple of shiva once the preceptor acharya and the devotee of shiva are fed and presented with new clothes etc close similarity with the shiva dharma again the umamaheshwara vrata is also described in the shiva dharma text these passages describing the umamaheshwara vrata found in the saura purana are closely parallel to those passages found in the shiva dharma text 10th adhyaya 
devotional acts. The 44th Adhyaya of the Saura Purana deals in detail with the various devotional acts and services that one can perform inside the temple of Shiva. We get the corresponding fruit for each of the services. To give you a brief list, one, one may construct a temple of Shiva in clay. One may construct temple in the shape called Kailasa or Meru or Mandara or Mahendra Giri. He who does in this way reaches the abode of Shiva by the wish-fulfilling divine aeroplane, Vimana. More such devotional acts. Even if one restores a dilapidated mandapa or a Vimana or the main sanctum or the temple tower, Gopura, he gets unlimited fruits. Even if one performs all these or any one of these acts for the sake of his livelihood, Vrityartham, he will definitely go to the heavens along with his relatives. If one is not able to do all this and only cleans the temple precincts with a soft broom, all his wishes will surely be fulfilled. He gets the fruits equivalent to the performance of the Chandrayana Vrata. Acts of extreme devotion. So in the Saura Purana, we see some of these acts. It says, he who resides in the Shaiva holy place, Shiva Kshetra, without moving elsewhere till death, by chopping off his legs, definitely becomes united with Shiva. Atha Atma Charanav Chitva Shiva Kshetre Vasen Naraha Dehante Shiva Sayujyam Labhate Atma Samshaya. Further, he who dies in a Shaiva holy place without food, gets united with Shiva, Shiva Sayujya. He who offers his own body as an oblation in the fire kindled before Shiva after worshipping him attains to the state of Shiva. Shivasya Purato Vannim Samstapya Bhyarjya Shankaram Yuhuyad Atmano Deham Yassa Yati Shivam Padam. Then the divine marriage of Shiva and Gauri is described in the from the 53rd to 61st Adhyaya. The Shiva Gauri Vivaha is described in the Saura Purana. Then, greatness of Shiva Bhakta. After recently, yes, we have greatness of Shiva. Are we coming close to the conclusion now? In a, in a few minutes, within, within five minutes. Okay. Yeah, yeah please. Okay, yes. The 64th Adhyaya again extols the greatness of devotion to Shiva and the devotees of Shiva. Shiva Bhakti is so great that a person with the highest devotion to Shiva is not affected by greatest sins, Mahapataka. One gets the fruit of the Vedic sacrifice, Atiratra, by just seeing a Shiva Bhakta or by merely speaking with him. Darshana Shiva Bhaktanam Sakrit Sambhashana Dabi Atiratra Se Yagyasya Phalam Bhavati Narada. Then Shiva Bhakta is superior to all. The text goes to the extent of saying that one should not look into the class of a Shiva Bhakta, whether he is a Brahmin or a Kshatriya or a Shudra or the lowest caste. He should be respected in any situation. One should not question his conduct or birth. The devotee of Shiva who has the holy Tripundra on his forehead should be worshipped. Shiva Bhakta Sada Pujaha Sarva Vasankatopiva Nasya Acharam Parikshetha Nakulam Navratam Tatha Tripundrankita Bhalena Pujya Yevahi Narada then Shiva Bhaktas are beyond the control of Yama. The text declares that Yama is the controller of, for all creatures except for the Shiva Bhaktas. That means the devotees of Shiva are only under the protection of Shiva and no other lesser god can exercise their power over them. Here also we find a similar view in the Tevaram 
of Tirunavakarashad. He, he boldly declares that he and the devotees of Shiva are the servant of none but Shiva and they dare even Yama, the god of death. He claims that because of this, there is no fear or misery for them and they live in happiness forever. So I have quoted the Tevaram song, Namarkam Kuriyallom, etc. Then, greatest of the Panchakshara Mantra. The 65th Adhyaya deals with the greatest and the supreme efficacy of the Panchakshara Mantra. The fruits obtained by offering various flowers, fruits and other substances to Shiva by reciting this mantra. Then, influence of Shiva Dharma and Saura Purana. So, many verses of the Saura Purana on this topic are very much similar to the 5th Adhyaya of the Shiva Dharma mentioned earlier. From all this, it is very much evident that Shiva Dharma as a text has exerted greatest influence in the formation of the some important sections of the Saura Purana. Then we come to the Skanda Purana. Skanda Purana, I am taking only the Shankara Samhita. The Skanda Purana is divided into Samhitas. Then there is also another Skanda Purana, a voluminous one, which has seven divisions known as Khandas, Khandatmaka. The former text is widely prevalent and is being studied mostly in the southern part of our country, Bharatadesha. Then Sutta Samhita. The Sutta Samhita, one of the six books of the Sandha Purana dealing with the philosophy, mainly Shivadvaita, as a very scholarly commentary from the Pennapun Madhava Mantri, who lived in the 14th century. Many parts of the Skanda Purana are cited as authority by some of the commentators on the Shaiva Agamas and other related texts. Skanda Purana and the Kanda Purana. So the story is related to Skanda, his birth, his chivalrous battle with Taraka, alias Shura Padma, etc., had been adapted into Tamil verse and it is called known as Kanta Puranam in the 15th century. Then Shankara Samhita. The Shankara Samhita is one of the six or even seven books of the Skanda Purana. It has inner subdivisions such as Daksha Kanda, Upadesha Kanda, etc. Then coming to the Daksha Kanda. In the Daksha Kanda, there is a brief discussion between Brahma and Daksha. Daksha questions. Daksha asks Brahma, who is the supreme, asks. Taksha's question, who is the Supreme Godhead capable of solely performing the creation, sustenance, etc.? Then, who is the Supreme Light, Paranjyoti, existing as the inner witness in everything? Karta Sarvasya Jagata Palako Harakasthatha Sarvajeevesu Sarvatra Sakshitven Vyavasthitaha For which Brahma replies, Brahma replies him, He who appeared as a huge column of fire before Vishnu and Brahma, who bow who both were quarreling among themselves, overpowered by confusion, is that unique Supreme Lord, Parameshwara. He is the agent of all the worlds, especially both for me and Vishnu, etc. Then we get a parallel to the Brahadaranya Upanishad. Again, the Antaryami Brahmana, as we have seen, Yogna, Tishtan, Agnir, Antaro, Yamagnir, Naved, Yamayasyadni, Sharidam, etc. The same view is repeated in the, the words of Brahma to Daksha. Shiva is the antaryami of every being. To inculcate the view that Shiva exists as the innermost self of everything, Brahma continues and gives the example of fragrance pervading the entire flower, oil existing as the innermost essence of Sisam, and the sound pervading the gong, Ganta. Pushpeshu Gandhavagnyayaha, Tileshwapi Tailavati, Gantayam Dhvanivad Agnav Prabhavat Parameshwaraha. Echo of this view in Shivanyana Bodha of Vaikandar, the second sutra of the Shivanyana Bodha of Vaikandar, which is one of the basic texts of the Shaiva Siddhanta in Tamil Nadu, also reads as like this, which 
echoes the same view found in the answer of Brahma. Then Shiva exists in an inseparable relation. So this view, this view is also explained in the Dakshakanda. As Shiva exists in an inseparable relation with the selves, just as the musical note and the music, the fruit and its sweetness. The Vedas do not say Shiva is one, but they state that Shiva is non-dual. So this view. Then Skanta Purana and Shivadvaita, the entire text of the Skanta Purana in all its different books is fully permeated with the Shiva Saiva Siddhanta and Shivadvaita views. So to conclude, there are many more such great Shaiva philosophical views found scattered in some of the Upapuranas, which require a deep study and exploration. After Dr. R.C. Hazara had done some original research on these texts many decades ago, much remains to be unearthed from this huge literary corpus by undertaking intense and comparative studies. So with this, I conclude my brief presentation. I thank Onandar and for, my, uh, for the Indic Academy for giving me an opportunity to share these views. Thank you again. Shivam Bhuya. Thank you very much, uh, Ganeshanji. It's a, it was a great presentation. Uh, some of these Puranas, uh, Saura Purana particularly, is uh, not very much known. Uh, it's interesting to see that uh, a Purana which deals with Shiva, Advaita, and Shaiva Siddhanta. Uh, is not named after Shiva or Shiva Purana or something like that. It is named as Saura Purana, but uh, uh, the content inside is so much of uh, Shaivism 